pray further? Um, you know, this meeting, it, it's always important. There's only a few things that the Lord has set, told Brother Moore to do, specific things through the year. And, and greater faith is one of those things. Greater faith, marriage meeting, week of increase, those three things are the meetings that we have. I didn't miss any, did I? Three meetings. We have Branson Victor, Victory Campaign. That's their meeting in our church. But those three meetings are meetings that God has said for him to have in, in our churches. And that makes them important in their cells. But as we grow and, 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 and build on what's been here, on the foundation of these churches and More Life Ministries and, and bringing up with Faith Life International, uh, more and more pastors coming in, getting excited about what's going on. And, and we want to we pray tonight before this service ends for this service, for a step-by-step direction. We want to join our faith with Brother Moore, with Mrs. Moore, for step-by-step for direction that everything that God desires to happen in these services comes to pass. That, that not one thing's missed, that not one person is missed, that not, that, that there's not a, that there's not any confusion or there's not any deception, that the devil has no foothold in this place in, in any way. Right? You know the first way you get rid of footholds? If you got any offense in you, leave it outside. And then when you leave, don't pick it back up. You don't pick it back up. Right? You know, I know what y'all are thinking. You're looking at me and saying, I haven't seen Dave in a year, and he's better looking than he was. Yeah, you guys are... It's the, it just happens to me. I, I, I just get prettier. And I know. Huh? Right? Didn't Craig say you got to know? Well, I know. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But but we want we want to get our faith joined together. We want we want that agreement, that that agreement with the Lord and with, and with the Moors for for the things that God wants for this for this year's greater faith. So there's some really important things that are going to happen. Amen. And we're believing God that they'll happen just the way they're supposed to. Glory to God. Well, open your Bibles to First Thessalonians five, verse sixteen. We'll look at prayer for a little bit, and then we're going to pray. Amen? I like these two verses because I can read them real easy. you got two words in the first one, three words in the second one, right? And you know what? In those two words, you could wrap up a whole bunch. Amen? You know, the thing about God's Word is it's infinite, so one word from God lasts forever. So if you got two, that's double forever, right? So I don't know what, man, we got a lot going on here. But the verse 16 says, rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. What's he saying? Be happy all the time. Be happy all the time. Be glad. Just what Rob was talking about. Fill yourself with that gladness. Let, let God make you glad. Right? It says, he has made me glad. Right? In the, in the psalm, that, he, isn't that the song? He has made me glad. You see people sing like, he has made me glad. He has made me glad. And then you see people that got a heart and they're smiling. And he has made me glad. And he's made you that way. That's why you can rejoice evermore. You have been made a glad person. You're not a sad person. A saved person is a glad person. Amen? You have to choose, actually, to be a sad person. You are actually a glad person. 
So you have to choose not to be glad and you have to choose to be sad, to be those things. And, and, that, and it's a deception because you, no matter what's going on in your life, you're serving a good God. You know, and that, that's why it is so important, and I don't know how we're getting off on this because this was going to be the short thing, but that's why it is so important to be glad, to have that joy in you because it's your strength. It, it's, it's, what, it's what makes you shout when something good's happening. It's, it's, what, it, it's what gets inside you and, and makes you want to stand up and, and proclaim the goodness of God all the time, even when it doesn't look that great with what's going on in your life. Right? Gladness doesn't just happen when gladness is around. Gladness is part of our makeup, right? We have been made glad. Glory to God. The next verse says, Pray without ceasing. Now, I used to read this verse and say, Man, when would you do anything else then? Because, you know, you're going to pray without ceasing. You're going to pray all the time, right? And, and, you know, it's the same as the verse before. This, this is our makeup, this, what he's saying is communicate with me at all times about everything that's going on. Keep uh, what, what Brother Moore was talking about, God inside-minded all the time. Keep that inside witness available in every place that you're doing things. Because praying without ceasing is, is merely involving God in everything that you're doing. Right? Because we're never going to be so smart that we don't need God involved. Right? Yeah, you, you know, we do things two ways. Our way and His way. Right? <laughs> right? You guys don't... Okay, I have done things two ways. Y'all probably haven't. But there, there's, there's God's way. And, you know, even if you do something right, you know, sometimes we'll do something for God. We'll say, oh, I'm going to go out and do this, God. And you do exactly what you thought was right, but you never inquired of God. Right? And, and when you don't do that, you'll miss three steps getting to where you're going. And you don't want to miss those steps. Right. You, you want to hit every step. That's what we're talking about even as we pray later uh, for these meetings. We don't want to miss anything. Right? You might not know at this side of heaven what you missed, but why not just not miss it and then you'll not know? Right. Is that good English? Well All right, there we go. There we go. But But that's... That, that's, that's the things, when, when we're praying without ceasing, we're always seeking the will of God. We're always asking for His direction. We're always looking to Him, knocking on the door, saying, Lord, open up, tell me what's going on. To, what should I do here? Where should I go over here? Look at, uh, look at uh, Luke. Luke 18. Luke, no, Luke 11. Luke 11. In about verse 9. Luke 11:9 says, I say unto you, ask, and maybe it'll be given to you. You know that, but, but you know, we actually treat that like that sometimes. We, we ask and then we wonder if it's coming. Jesus really didn't leave any, any wiggle room here. Right? It's not like it's not like the the round peg didn't fit in the round hole. It just fit perfect. He said, "You ask, you shall receive." It's real simple here. You ask, you shall receive. You seek, you shall find. You knock, and the door will be opened unto you. But but what he's saying is, it's not just that you ask; it's how you ask. Did you ask in faith? Did you ask expectantly? 
You know, if you read the verses above this, it talks about the guy uh, for importunity, right? Which means persistence. Actually, if you look at it in the English version, it means annoying persistence, right? But I don't think that's necessarily what he was doing. When he went and asked his friend for loaves of bread, he didn't say, friend, can I please? He wasn't begging, can I please, please, please have three loaves of bread? He, he, he knocked on his door and he said, hey, this is what I'd do. If I went to Greg's house, I'd go and I'd say, hey, it's going to be midnight. And I know he's in bed. You know, the guy knew he was in bed. It's midnight. Right? It was, he wasn't fooled. The guy was in bed. He knocked on the door and said, hey, can I have three loaves? You know, he didn't say it like that. I'm sorry. He didn't say, can I? He said, lend me three loaves of bread. Woke him up, said, lend me three loaves of bread. Didn't ask. He merely said, lend me three loaves of bread, like you're going to do it. Why? Because he expected it to be done. It was a persistent ask. Why? Not because he was going to ask over and over again. He was going to ask in faith because he knew he had bread, and he knew that if he asked, he could get the bread. Right? And and then God said this. He said, he said, (laughs) he looks at this one. He said, now, Jesus said, I say unto you, ask. And what's he saying? He's saying, ask just like this person with this expectation that you're going to have exactly what you just asked for. And, and then it says, seek. And he said, it, when you seek, when you say, when you say I'm going to seek, that, that, that word literally means to search for as hidden treasure. If it was a hidden treasure and you knew it was there, you would search for it like you, were, you weren't going to quit. Why? Because it's there. And that, that's what God's saying. He's saying, I want you to search for it like it's there because it is. I want you to ask for it like you have it because you do. Right? I want you to knock on the door because you know I'm home. Amen? I don't want that little bitty knock. I want that knock like when the little kids come to your door. They go, bam, bam, bam. Right? They don't care if the dog barks, if the cat runs out, or who they wake up. They knock. Right? Why? Because they want somebody to come to the door. Right? And that's what God's saying. He's saying, I want you to be persistently asking me, persistently seeking me, persistently knocking on the door to me. He's saying, I don't want you to stop at any time, just like he said, pray without ceasing. I want you to ask without ceasing. Asking is another word for prayer. Amen? And, and when we ask, then we, we get the answers that we're asking of Him. You know, Brother Moore was talking about this at the end of the service last week, I believe. We were talking about um, John, 1 John 3, where it says, If your heart condemns you, God's greater than your heart, and He knows all things. If your heart condemns you not, what do you have? Confidence. You have faith. If your heart doesn't condemn you, don't you wonder why Satan uses that so big? Because if you are, con- are in condemnation in any way, then you take away your ability to receive. Because he said, if you have confidence before God, you ask whatsoever you will and you receive it. You'll have those things that you'll ask. And and that's the thing, Art, but it's that confidence that condemnation takes away. And and not knowing takes away confidence. Faith is grounded in, in where the will of God is known. Amen? And that's why people question prosperity, healing. Well, when they question it, what are they saying? I'm not sure I know the will of God on that. If you don't know the will of God on that, it's impossible to receive from it. 
right? Let me go down here. Yeah. Got new shoes too. I can say, Tell you what, if you don't know the will of God, it's impossible for you to receive. Because faith begins where the will of God is known. When, when you know the will of God, you have confidence to ask in faith. And when you ask in faith, you receive whatsoever you've asked. And, and what, what he's saying is, because of your confidence, because of your faith, you receive it. He didn't say it was right there. He didn't say it was in your hand. He said, you receive it. It, it doesn't mean you had to see it. It doesn't mean you had to feel it. It, it doesn't say, have faith in experience. Right? In, in Mark 11, 22. Look at, let's see if that's what it says. Mark 11, 22. Have faith in experience. Have faith in faith. Right? Have faith in healing. No, it says have faith in God. When our faith and our confidence is in our God, in, in His love for us, in, His, uh, in, in what Jesus has done for us, what He's made us to be. That's why we all, when, when it says He's made me something in the Bible, I like to use that word made. When it says, it says he, His word makes you free, it doesn't say it sets you free, it makes you free. Right? Yeah. In other words, it changes me from an unfree person to a free person. I'm no longer unfree. I'm not even counted with the unfree people. I'm, I'm a free people. Right? What's, what is the word for unfree? Bound? Yeah. Unfree. I like that better. Unfree. Let's get all these good words out there tonight so we have stuff. Yeah, we like it. Amen? But, but we, want, we, we, we want to realize that, that when we pray, our, our confidence needs to be there. And if we have that confidence in His will, we're, we will always be asking. Why? Because, you know, when I have a building question, I call Robert Dan. You know why? Because I have confidence that they're going to know. Amen? So, so I ask somebody that I have faith that they're going to know an answer to answer me with. When we have faith in God, we ask Him at all times, at all things, concerning everything that we're going to do. People say, well, you know, how can you do that? you got the Holy Spirit. You, you could just wait and see what wasn't said or what was said. You know, we override so many things. Let me rephrase that. I have overridden. Y'all probably have never done this. But, you know, I wanted to, I already had it in my mind how something was going to happen, so I overrode the inward witness and did it my way. Right? Sometimes it was an immediate mess up, right? Because sometimes you say, oh man, I really messed that up. Other times you never know what you missed. You'll never know what you missed because you did it your way. Didn't I preach on this last week too? Right? And, and that's the thing. When you don't inquire of the Lord, you do it your way. And, and you don't ask. You don't seek. Why? Because you're asked. You already know. You now have faith in your experience. Right? You now have faith in your experience. And, and, so, and, and that's, that's too common because faith in your experience will not overcome the world. Right? It's faith in God that overcomes the world. Every time you read Mark 11:22, don't forget it says, "Have faith in God." Our faith, our trust, our hope, our peace, our joy, our life 
is in God. Everything we ever hope for, everything we ever hope to be, everything we ever hope to achieve, we're going to do it in Christ. We're going to do it through God. We're not going to do it on our own. You can't be good enough. You can't be strong enough. And, and even as me as a professor, am not smart enough. Amen? And when we, when we consult only ourselves, right? When you consult only yourself on the direction of your life, you're in trouble immediately. Right? What is it in Psalm 1? It says that uh, we don't sit in the seat of... What, what is Psalm? Yeah, we, we won't go there. We got, it. We, got it. we got lots of verses. But the one thing is, is you don't want to consult with yourself. You, you, want, you don't just want to consult... Well, go to, go to First Chronicles, First Chronicles uh, thirteen. First Chronicles thirteen one. This is where David and and them decided they would go and get the ark, the ark of the covenant. David and them, and David consulted. He consulted with the captains of thousands and hundreds, and with every leader. Right? He consulted with a lot of people there. Probably a lot of wise men in the captains of thousands and hundreds and every leader, right? In verse 2, And David said unto all the congregation of Israel, If it seems good, if it, he's consulting with them now, if it seems good to you, you know, we're going we're gonna to go into, we're going to go abroad to every brethren everywhere that's left Israel, tell them to come back. Dave paraphrase. Right? Levites and all of them come back. Verse 3. And let us bring again the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of our God, to us, for we inquired not at, at it. In other words, we didn't look to it in the days of Saul. Saul quit looking to the Ark and using it as God would have had him to. Verse 4. And all the congregation said they would do so, for the thing was right in the eyes of all the people. We did a verse last week that says, Proverbs, what was it, 16? Maybe. Might be in my notes still. Proverbs 16, 9. It's not the exact same verse, but it, it'll work. It says, A man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Now, it was okay for them to do all this. Nothing was wrong. Their heart was right. Everything that they wanted to do was good. They consulted lots of people, right? And as soon as they were done consulting people, they they left and they went to go get the ark. And I'll tell the rest of the story really quick. They went and it got a new a new wagon. Right? You guys know the story? Yeah. David went and they all got him a new wagon because, of course, that's the best way to haul the ark is on a new wagon. I'm going to haul it on the new wagon. Notice they put new on there because they don't want to seem, you know, like it was. You know, when we don't lean to God, we dishonor Him. Right? When we don't ask Him as our Father, as our Keeper, as the lover of our soul, when we don't ask Him for direction... We dishonor Him. Because first of all, it starts when you're about two years old and you learn to walk. And Dad says, oh, grab my hand. we got to go cry. I don't. 
No. Can I grab my hand? No. I can. What? What? what he's too big. He's too big to hold Dad's hand. He knows what he's doing. And then as you grow and you get to be a teenager, then you you know you have to know more than your parents. It's not possible that you, that they know anything because they keep asking me to do things that make no sense because it ruins my fun. So so they can't possibly know what they're talking about. And see, that dishonored your parents because literally what that says is they're doing it not out of love, right? And don't get me wrong, parents have messed up and did what they wanted. Right? Quick story. When Ramsey was little, she used to ask me to do things every minute of the day. Dad, I want to go here. Dad, I want to, can I have them over? I want to go here. i got to do this. I need to buy this. I need to go there. Uh, I need new this. I need new that. Can, can we go? Can we go? Can we? Can we, Dad? Can we? And many times it was in the middle of football games. And I didn't seek, I didn't inquire of the Lord at all. I said, you don't need to do that. And the Lord stopped me and said, why doesn't she need to do that? Because you don't want to? Or are you going to ask me if we should? Right? Is it just inconvenient, parents? Is it just inconvenient for your kids to do something that you don't want them to do? Or, or that's easier than checking. Alright, so, okay, we'll stay away from that now. I'm stopping. Come on, show me some love. I'm quit right there. Come on, Dad and Mom. Come on. Should bring bring back the love. You're you're gonna get it right. But 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 again, it's about inquiring. You know, why 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 would I not pray without ceasing? Why would I this is this is my daughter. This is this is this is somebody that God's entrusted me to raise up in the and nurture and admonition of the Lord. Right? And and if I just say no of my own devices, then I'm not inquiring of the Lord. Right? People say, Well, that just doesn't sound right. Well, you pray. Right? I can't inquire of the Lord for you. I can just tell you what he told me. Amen? So David, I'll, I'll finish this story so we can get off that so you guys can show me back the love. So David gets the new, the new cart. They're, they're rolling down the road, and they don't have it strapped down. They don't got nothing happening, right? Hit a rock. Uzzah. Is that his name, Uzzah? U-Z-Z-A-H. Sounds like Uzzah to me. Uzzah. He's just a Uzzah. <clears throat> Anyway, Uzzah. Uzzah reaches up to touch the ark, which everybody knows you can't do. But yet it was a good thing because the ark was going to fall. Right? right? And, and see, that's why David got mad. He's just trying to keep it from falling. But it's David's fault. Because Uzzah dies. Because you can't touch the ark back then because that's the anger of the Lord burns against you. The anger of the Lord happened when, when, Eve and, when Adam ate the fruit and sin happened. The anger of the Lord came in. And this was God's way of getting to His people. This is God's way of getting to Him. And, and you couldn't just... You know, there were specific ways to do it because of the situation. God was looking for a way for His man to get back to Him. But this it, just man couldn't go, oh, because you just die. Amen? And they knew this. But they also didn't ask. You know, a lot of times... Did you guys ever have parents? Anybody ever have parents in here? 
Did you ever not want to ask them because you knew they might give you the right answer and you didn't want them to be right? <laughs> right? Or you didn't ask them and you could have gotten the right answer and you didn't. Do you realize that David, after he inquired, after he consulted with, which that word means to inquire, by the way, after he consulted with and sought the counsel of the, of the leaders and the captains and then all the congregation, what if he'd have stopped right there and inquired of the Lord? What if he'd have said, okay, you guys, this is what we're going to do. Let me inquire of the Lord and get a plan. Because they didn't have a plan. They had their way. When you inquire of the Lord, you get the steps. Because God has a step-by-step way of getting you to exactly where you need to be at exactly the right time, doing exactly the right thing, meeting exactly the right people, and nobody dies. Right? Nobody reaches. Why? Because you're carrying the ark on the, on the staves that were made for it with the people that are made to, to hook onto the staves. You're carrying it the way it was, was, was the way He said to carry it which was not hidden. This was, this was open for all to see. And, but if, he'd, if he would have only inquired of the Lord, the Lord probably would have said, hey, David, whoa, 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 you're moving too fast. What are we doing? We're getting ahead of God. That's how you get a new cart in a dead Uza. Amen? And, and, and when we begin to get ahead of God, you know, when we were doing this building, me and Dan and Rob were working with Mrs. Moore. And she'd say, okay, guys, go and figure out how we're going to do this. And we'd go and we'd counsel with one another. Right? And we'd come up with what we thought was a good answer sometimes. And we'd go back to her. And she'd say, did you pray? (laughs) And we'd say, you know, we were going to put this before you first to see if we were going the right direction. Why? Because we hadn't prayed. Right? It is important to seek God. That's why, that's why Jesus said, ask, seek, not, not just because you can have something, because it's important to do it. He's got good things to show you. He's got great things to give you. He's got direction for your life, but you got to get him involved in it. He's got direction for every moment of this meeting coming up next week. For every moment of it, he has a blueprint already out and ready to roll. But if, if, if we never look at the blueprint, we won't build his house. We may build a house, but we won't build his house. Amen? But if we, if we follow the blueprint, then things will happen that, that God's heart desires. Wouldn't you like to, at the end of a service, at the end of a whole meeting, to know that God's heart was met. The very heart of God was met in every moment of that meeting. There was not one thing that happened in that meeting that, that, that should have happened that didn't happen. Because this was God's design. This was His plan. And it happened just the way He said. Because there's so many things that we miss out just by not seeking Him. Right? Anybody can have a meeting. Right? Anybody can say, yeah, we're going to have a meeting. It's going to be this week and we're going to preach and we're going to sing. And and that's all good. But what God say to do? How'd God say to do it? Amen? 
And some of that leading may happen, but we've seen it over and over again where, where one, one night Brother Moore comes ready to preach. We sing all night. Why? Because we're following the leading of the Lord. Brother Moore's checking his heart. Who, who do we want to pray for tonight? We want to pray for Brother Moore and Mrs. Moore too, right? That they hear from God on a constant basis and that we're hearing at the same time doing the things that help them to not be distracted to hear. That's right? right? But, you know, I was talking to somebody in Branson one time and, and, I, and I told him, I said, the greatest thing you do for me are things I don't even know. And the reason they were great is because I don't have to know. They just get done, and I just look and say, oh, that's done. How awesome is that? I don't have to think about it. I don't have to look at it. I don't have to make a decision on it. Why? Because it's just done. And, and those things, those things for the Moors, we don't want to miss any of those things because we want them to be able to say, that, she may lean over and say, hey, did this get done? Yeah. Yeah, we got it. Lean back to Dan and say, Dan, this get it? Yep, got it. Why? Because the Lord's helping us. Not because we're so smart. We're checking in. We're inquiring of the Lord. We're not, we don't just have a new cart. We don't just have a, the, the counsel of, of everybody and the captains. We, we have the plan. And we're going with it. Amen? And, and as we do those things, we'll find ourselves in that right spot, asking the right questions. And see, that's why he says pray without ceasing. This, this is to be part of your makeup. This isn't something you practice to do. This is something we do. We began to do it. We began to always be, be, be uh, thinking about our inward witness, to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit as, as we're walking, as we're doing. And, and if you feel something, you know, almost all of us that have messed up, our first words were, I knew that was wrong. Right? Because <laughs> you knew it was wrong. Right? I knew I shouldn't have done that. I knew I shouldn't have turned this way. I knew I was driving down the highway this morning and it's and we're going twenty five and my flesh is crawling all over me. You know, it's seventy mile an hour zone and Dave's getting so much better at this. I I, I now say they're driving really safe today, aren't they, honey? <laughs> In fact is they're so safe it's almost irritating right now. I'm sure glad they're being safe. It's a fine, safe day on the highway. <laughs> and we're going slow. But, but the thing is, is I'm checking my... I actually am thinking I'm going to get off and go down one of the cat, you know, cattlemen or something like that to get to where I'm going. And, but you know what I did? Because I've been studying, because that actually helps when you study, because sometimes you think a little harder. And I'm thinking, okay, do I do that? Get off. And I didn't have a witness to do it. What was I doing? I was inquiring of the Lord. Right? Because if I'd have gotten off, there was probably some even more safe people <laughs> on those roads. And, and I just couldn't handle any more safety. He was probably doing it for my good because it was just getting a little too safe. <laughs> Amen? But, but when we inquire, we'll, we won't make wrong turns. We won't get to wrong places. And, and you won't miss being in the place you're supposed to be. When, when, you, when we get ahead of God, we're, we're, we got, we, we, it all sounds good. Remember, remember what it said in Proverbs last week we talked about? The, 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 man, the way of man seems good, but the end thereof leads to death. Right? Your ways don't produce life. Your, my, your and my ways are not eternal. God's are. They produce life everywhere they go. They, 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 they add to you. They don't take away. Amen? 
Look at the... Where'd we go? First Chronicles 14 now. Good thing about David is he gets it a lot of times. At the end of David's life, God didn't say that David messed up a whole bunch. He said he was a man after my own heart. Right? Why? Because David set out to seek the Lord. He may, you know, one time there was, was years and years ago, they were singing a song on platform and it was the wrong song. <laughs> it was, I know I wasn't the one that said it was the wrong song. Somebody over me said that. <laughs> we'll just go with that. And so we asked Brother Moore later if he wanted us to say anything. And he said, no, I would rather them try to hear from God and miss it than to quit trying to hear from God. And I'm paraphrasing. I don't know that I said that exactly. But it's true. You, you want to try and hear from God on your own. Right? You don't, you don't want me to have to tell you what to do or somebody else to have to tell you what to do all the time. It, we're, we're designed, with the, and God puts His Holy Spirit in us, we can actually hear all on our own. And we're being taught from this pulpit, right, here, Branson, over the Internet, to, to be led by the Spirit of God. The very first thing we were taught, be led by the Spirit of God. Right? Because as many as are led by the Spirit of God, what are they? They're sons of God. How do, you, how do you be led by the Spirit of God? You pray without ceasing. You always be in prayer mode. Right? Like my TV, it's got a mode, and it's always in one of those modes. Right? We should always be in prayer mode. We should always be in inquiring mode. We're inquiring of the Lord. Amen? And, and as we do that, we'll find ourselves saying the right things, doing the right things. It's a good place to be. Amen? Amen. First Chronicles 14, verse 8. And when the Philistines heard that David was anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to seek David, and David heard of it and went out against them. Now, if the verse just ended right there, right, David would have messed up again. Right? If it just says David went out against them. But that's not where it ends. Verse 9. And the Philistines came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephim. Rephaim. Rephaim. Okay. And David did what? Inquired of the Lord. He didn't say, let me go find my biggest spear. Let me go find my biggest sword. Let me go, let me go make a battle plan. Why? Because the battle's the Lord's. If the battle's the Lord's, then the battle plan's the Lord's. Right? And so David inquired of the Lord and said, Shall I go? Right? Now the last verse said he was going to go up. He went up. And then he stopped and said, Wait, Lord, shall I go? That's, that's a good time to wait. Like you catch yourself in mid-stride. I'm headed up. Oh, Lord, should I go? And sometimes if you get too far ahead, you sound stupid because you have to go back and tell people you missed it. Right. Have we ever done that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done that a couple times. Called people and said, oh, we're going to do this, this, and this. And I called them some more. So oh, I called them. She said, I didn't tell you to call them. Oh, I should have inquired. Right? And, and guess what? My next word after, oh, oh, I knew I should have. What? Oh, I knew I should Oh, I knew I should have. Why did I know? Because if I would have just checked inside for just a minute, 
I'd got that inward witness and said, wait, hold up on that. In fact, is I just did that last night because I was about to text somebody to do something today. And I said, no, I better write. See, it's really good to study this stuff, right? What's even better is to remember it and do it all the time. Crazy, I know. But the Word actually works every time we do it. I said, what, what can I say? So David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord said, David said, Wilt thou deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said, Go up, for I will deliver them into thine hand. David went up. Next verse. So they came to that place, and David smote them there. Then David said, God hath broken upon my enemies by my hand like the breaking forth of the waters. Therefore they called that place Baal Perezim. Baal Perezim. They called it that right there. If you go on your phone and type in Bible program and then listen to it, he'll tell you exactly how to say it. There you go. Amen. Verse 12. And when they had left their gods, David gave them commandment and, and they were burned up. You know why? Because that's what God said to do to those kind of gods. David's what? He's taking the steps. He's doing what God said to do. This is one of the things God said to do. Verse 13. And the Philistines yet again. Now, if your faith is inexperienced, what are you going to do here? Go up, for he surely will give them into your hand, right? The Philistines, they're, they're in the same valley, doing the same thing. Got, this, got some, you know, they, they're acting like they're going to do exactly what they were. Their plan didn't change a bit. They went and they, they just went to the same valley, spread themselves abroad and said, come and get us. Right? That's what they said. And David said, well, we just did this. Let's just do the same thing again. And see, that's so often what we do, isn't it? Have you guys ever been caught doing that? Right? We prayed this, so let's just pray it again. We went here, and so let's just go here again. We did this, so let's just go here again. But see, that's not, that's not how you get faith to do something. You can't have faith in that experience. You can encourage your faith with that experience, but you can't have faith because of that experience. You have to have a word from God to have faith. The way you get a word from God is how? Inquiring, right? If you inquire, you'll get a word from God. And so the Philistines that were in the valley again, verse 14, therefore David inquired again. Why? Because they were there again. David inquired the last time, so he inquired again. That's smart. This is the same guy that put the put the Ark of the Covenant on the new on the new trailer, right? When you when you when you begin to see God, you have wisdom, and you begin to see that His ways are right. That, that, that He's not trying to keep you back from having something. He's not trying to keep you out. He's trying to get you in. Amen? And, 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 and with Him is victory. And, and that's, that's the thing. The victory, that, that's why you lean on the Lord. You don't, it doesn't say, it doesn't say, where is that verse? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Right? Trust in the Lord with all your heart, but lean to your own understanding. Why? Because you can't trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean to your understanding because your understanding won't understand Him. You don't have enough understanding to understand God. Right? 
But So if you lean to your understanding and try to trust God, you'll never trust Him. But if you trust God and not lean to your own understanding, you never have to understand a thing to trust God. Why? Because He's faithful. It takes zero understanding. You, you could say, well, and you, you do it all the time. I'll trust you, Lord, but I don't say how you're going to do it. No, nope, you're leaning to your own understanding. You want to see how he's going to do it, right? If you trust him, you just have faith that he said he would. If he said he would, that's good enough. Because, you know, what he tells David here, the next, I mean, it makes no sense, right? He inquired and God said to him, don't go the same way you went. Turn away from them and come up, come up them over against the mulberry trees, Right? And it shall be that when they shall hear the sound of the going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that they shall go out for battle. For the Lord has gone before you to smite the host of the Philistines. That makes no sense. Right? We're going to battle and we're using mulberry trees. We used the sword last time and this time we're going to use mulberry trees and wind. Right? Imagine that's how Gideon's guys felt when they said, well, we're going with lanterns and jars and what? What's this? We're going to shout. And, and we're going to win, right? you got to do away with your understanding. God's so much smarter than us that you couldn't figure it out if he, if he told us. you just got to do it. And then it always works. Why? Because He never fails. Amen? He never fails. And, and when we pray and we seek God and we inquire of Him, then we receive things and hear things that, that we may... David didn't question this. He did it. Right? He didn't say, then, <laughs> he didn't say, but Lord, we went up the last time and that worked really good. Can't we do that again? You know what the Lord would have said if he'd have said that? He'd say, yeah, go ahead. He said, sure, go ahead. Because I just told you not, you can't have faith to do that. You can have faith to do what I said. But you can't have faith in your experience. And you can go with your experience or you can go with my word. Right? Healing is an experience. It's, 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 it's done through faith in God's Word. But after that experience, you can't have faith in that healing experience. You have to have faith in the God that healed you. Right? You, 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 your faith is in the Word that saved you. Your faith is, in, is, in, is God's ability in you, on you, through you, around you. Your faith is in Him. Right? And, and and that's and that's where we that's where we don't ever want to get over into the experience, and we always want to be just like David was right here. We want to have faith in God, and when God says something, then we don't question it, right? I know just a few weeks ago, um, Mrs. Moore. That's been probably more than a few weeks ago now, but Mrs. Moore had come to Branson, and I don't remember. That must have been a week of increase. And it was Wayne's fault, so I'm just going to blame him right now. But we didn't have ushers in all the spots that we'd, we always did because of social distancing and different reasons. And Mrs. Moore looked at me and said, why, are, why is the front row not full of ushers? And I said, well, blah, blah, and, you know, start making excuses and telling her why I did it. And she said, well, God told me to do it this way. That's when it's time for me to shut up. Right? There's no more argument. Yeah, but we won't be able to fit as many people. God told me this way. Yeah. Right? The, 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 there's no verse in here later that said when, when David said, we're going to go up in the mulberry trees and wait for the wind, and when that happens, it's all going to be good. 
Right? And there's no verse that says, David's troops fainted. David's troops argued with him and said, no, 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 we got to do it this way. Why? Because they trusted because David inquired of the Lord. That's what we have to do with our leaders, with those that God puts over us and puts over these churches. When, when Mrs. Moore said, God told us to do it this way, it's time for me to shut up. I was going to say I'm learning that now, but I've learned that now. Learned. Learned. L-E-A-R-N-E-D. Everybody to understand this now? Everybody to understand this now? I had an English teacher who used to do that to me. Glory to God. And that's what we want. We want to inquire of the Lord. We want to hear from the Lord and do those things that the Lord says. During these meetings, we want God to be ever-present in our heart, talking to Him, communing with him he's he's the one directing this thing we don't say oh let's do it this way so lord what do we do right and the good thing is he'll tell us to do things that that not only make the meeting go better but it actually helps the people you're serving which is what you want to do our, our design is to help the people we're serving and if we can make it one bit easier on them by them not having to think about it then we've done our job amen and, and, and if, we, if we'll trust in the Lord with all our hearts, not lean to our understanding. I didn't lean to my understanding after Mrs. Moore said God told us to do it this way. My understanding's worthless at that point. God said do it. There's a reason. I don't ever want to know that reason. Why? Because if you don't do it, you might find out. Right? If you don't do it, you might be Uzzah. How, how, many, think, how many think Uzzah... Wish David would have inquired of the Lord. Huh? If anybody would ask him after the fact, Uzzah, what do you think about David asking God how to haul that ark around? Uzzah would have said, he should ask God. I vote for asking God, and then we'll do it just the way David says that God told him to do it. Amen? And that's what we want. In these services this weekend, we want to trust, trust in the Lord with all our heart. We want to not lean to our understanding. We want to lean to His Word. In, in all our ways, we'll acknowledge Him. Right? We'll acknowledge Him. Say, Lord, this is Your meeting. This is Your place. This, we're Your people. You say, You tell us. You show us. What, what's the help? What, ask, to, do I need to ask the Moors? Do I not need to ask the Moors? What do I do? I need to ask my leader, those that the Moors have put over me. You know, and, and we can make this thing so good. And we can believe and join faith with Brother Moore that as he is leading these meetings, as, as he is being led in these meetings, that he hears exactly every step, every inch, every prayer, every word, not one word's missed or put out of place. It's just exactly the heart of God. Amen? And when we get it that way, then right, well, you know, then then you have a moving of the spirit because there's no hindrances. There's an ease there. Why? Because we're not trying to do it our way. We're 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 pressing in to do everything His way, Amen. And to get the results that He desires, Amen. And this is a good thing. Glory to God. Stand up with me. We're going to pray. We're going to pray about the meetings this week. It's going to be good. They're going to be good meetings. How many know they're going to be good meetings? You got faith that they're going to be good meetings? You know how come I got faith? Because God told Brother Moore to have them. So I already have a...